The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. I am so, so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 25 verse number 1 to 13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps, and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch, therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you today for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask today that you inspire the sound of my voice and illuminate the understanding of my listeners today so that your word will come as it's expected. And I thank you because you are with us, Lord, even as we deal with this topic today. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen. The title of this podcast is Making Ourselves Ready. Making Ourselves Ready. The podcast today focuses on the importance of the reason we are following Jesus Christ, lest we forget. Brothers and sisters, it is so easy to forget why we believe 
or why we call ourselves followers of Yeshua. Many Christians these days have consigned Christianity to a feel-good religion or misinterpreted it as a cultural activism and an organization to restructure and reorder the world to conform to social and political correctness. But let me disagree a little with that notion, and here is why. The book of John chapter 18 verse 36 have this to say. Jesus answered, I am not an earthly king. If I were, my followers would have fought when I was arrested by the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of the world. This is succinctly put. The kingdom we are a part of is not a material kingdom such as we have right now. It is a supernatural kingdom that has no ending. This kingdom lasts forever and it is the kingdom of the Most High God. With that off the table, let us scrutinize our title and the key text for today. And that is the fascinating story of what has become the wise and foolish virgins found in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 25, verse 1 to 13. To get a grip of this story, it is important that we understand the background. According to the New Interpreter's Bible Commentary, the story of the wise and foolish virgins inspired the early church greatly. This is in part because the bridegroom was delayed and accorded the unprepared disciples ample time to prepare and as well as present a sense of comfort to those persecuted for the sake of the name of Jesus Christ. However, for the 21st century church like you and me, it should instead serve as a caveat and an insight to what could go wrong should we fail to prepare for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. In those days, wedding parties were the center stage of the community and the zenith of all festivities. Therefore, attending one was considered very important. At such times, girls in the community are enthusiastic about uh, the occasion to be a part of it. The climax of the event ensued when the bridegroom takes his bride from her father's house to his own home, a place that would become the new bride's home as well. The moments are usually marked with magnificent splendor of lights and vocal melodies. Like the girls in these communities, we ought to replicate our own vocal melodies today as we reflect and make ourselves ready for the coming of the bridegroom of the church. Such awareness should bring us joy, unspeakable, yet some of us continue to feel miserable. 
we should be happy that we are in the waiting and expectant party of the coming of the King of Kings. And more importantly, that we are the bride of Christ. What a privilege, brothers and sisters. In verse number one of our key text today begins, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now, we see that God's kingdom is compared to the activities of the ten virgins in our story. The activities of the virgins are important elements if we must understand anything from the story. And in addition, preparedness is the central character of the storyline, which leads us to consider the aspect of preparedness and oil. Preparedness in this sense is the fact that we have hearkened and chosen to become followers of Jesus Christ. In fact, the day you decided to follow Christ is the day that you determine to make yourself ready for when he comes and is the day that you have become his bride. Remember that it is one thing to say yes to Jesus Christ and it's another thing to be committed, available, and willing and make yourself ready. Today, many are so tired of waiting. They have become so distracted by what is going on around them and they are losing their sight of the sure promise of the second coming of Jesus Christ. This does not have to come as a surprise because we have already been warned here is what the Bible has to say about that. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 3 to 7 says this. First off, you need to know that in the last days, mockers are going to have a heyday, reducing everything to the level of their party feeling. They will mock. So what's happened to the promise of his coming? Our ancestors are dead and buried and everything's going on just as it has from the first day of creation. Nothing's changed. They conveniently forget that long ago all the galaxies and this very planet were brought into existence out of watery chaos by God's word. Then. God's words brought the chaos back in a flood that destroyed the world. The current galaxies and earth are fueled for the final fire. God is poised, ready to speak his word again, ready to give the signal for the judgment and destruction of the desecrating skeptics. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this is telling. Jesus Christ is coming and soon too. 
It doesn't matter how long it takes for him to come because he would come anyway and at his own time, the time of his chosen. I reckon that the trouble we have is the, the way our human intelligence calculates God's calendar. If for once we try to understand God from his point of view, things would be clearer. And in so doing, instead of skepticism, we will have faith in every word of the promises of the Most High God because he cannot lie. Verses number two to three says, Now five of them were wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Here there are ten virgins who set out for the same purpose. They all had lamps and undoubtedly all dressed up for the all-important occasion which is the arrival of the bridegroom. However, notice that one very important element was missing, oil. No wonder they were termed foolish. The question begging for answer is this. Why do they had to go through all the trouble of preparing to attend the wedding without thinking about the oil? Informed research shows that there are at least 30,000 Christian denominations in the world today, not including subgroups. All of these professing Christian groups believe one way or the other the central doctrine of the coming of Jesus Christ or the restoration of the world, which means that they all have made themselves ready This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. With all the paraphernalia of religiosity, but some have no oil that is able to last them when the midnight cry is heard. In Luke chapter 18 verse 8b, concerned about the weariness and lack of prayers, Jesus Christ said this to his followers, When I, the Messiah, return, how many will I find who have faith and are praying? What I believe about the lack of oil is that the oil represents the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the life of the child of God. This is why I believe also that Jesus Christ categorically instructed his disciples to wait in Jerusalem following his ascension to heaven. He said in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, But ye shall receive power... After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the utmost part of the earth. 
The Holy Ghost is the oil that every Christian need to be made ready for the coming of Jesus Christ the second time. In fact, without it, it is worthless to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Without the oil, we are weak and vulnerable to the antiques of the devil. You need the power of the Holy Ghost, and I need it too. It is the Holy Ghost that does the convicting as it is not in our place to convince anyone. Five of the virgins were said to be foolish because they lack the oil in their lamps. Brothers and sisters, you may have some oil right now, but is that enough? Would it be enough when you need it? We need the oil when we are not able to concentrate in prayers. Here is what the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 26 has to say. In the same way, by our faith, the Holy Spirit helps us with our daily problems and in our praying. For we don't even know what we should pray for nor how to pray as we should. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with such feeling that it cannot be expressed in words. This is how important having enough oil is to us as children of God. This is very, very important. However, this importance was lost on those five foolish virgins and is lost on some of us too today. But thank God for retrospective insight that we can have. Verses number four to six of our key text says, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps, but while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard, behold, the bridegroom is coming, go out to meet him. Notice that both the wise and the foolish virgins were asleep. I have a feeling that on this occasion, it is okay to sleep while they wait for the announcement of the coming of the bridegroom. However, what doesn't seem all right is the fact that five of them were without oil. It may be that the other five tagged wise were at peace with themselves because they were prepared. What does it say to us today? What does it say to you and me today? It tells us that those who put their trust in Jesus Christ have unwavering assurance. In the book of Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, the apostle Paul writing to the church at Philippi said this, I am sure that God who began the good work within you will keep right on helping you grow in his grace until his task within you is finally finished on that day when Jesus Christ returns. 
Once you have this assurance, brothers and sisters, you can rest your fatigued body in Christ Jesus, knowing fully well that your lamp would light up when the announcement of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is finally made because you have enough oil. And that was what distinguished the five from the five. Verses number 7 to 10 says this, Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. Beth, the wise answered, saying, No, lest thou should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Pathetic, brothers and sisters, pathetic. Collective fellowship is encouraged, if not commanded in the Bible, but should never be allowed to take the place of your personal relationship with your God. In the end, when the chips are down, it is you. It is down to you and to your God. You are the one who will face your judgment. It will be useless then to depend on a redemptive prayer from living saints. That is why you should take your personal relationship with God serious. Many Christians today worship and idolize their leaders and so have lost that personal relationship with God who made them in the first place. This is abysmal. Nothing is wrong if you show respect for your man of God. But remember this. These people were men before they became of God. The five foolish virgins ran out of steam and the wise virgins could not help as they had to be let in with the bridegroom. In the end, the race is personal. Look at what Romans chapter 14 verse 12 has to say. All of us will have to give an account of ourselves to God. You need to ask yourself, are you ready for that? The final verses, that is 11 to 13 of our key text today, and that is also Matthew 25. It says this, afterward came also the other virgins saying, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Here we see that the mistakes of not having enough oil to last for the occasion had cost the five foolish virgins immensely. They were shut out and no amount of pleading were enough to unlatch the door. In the same way, no amount of religiosity and false sense of godliness and holiness would let anyone into the presence of the Almighty God. In the end, 
Jesus Christ said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 22 to 23, Many people will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not speak in your name? Did we not drive bad spirits out of people in your name? Did we not do big walks in your name? My friend, whatever that we think we have done here in the name of the Lord, it's not worthy of our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. You may prophesy in the name of Jesus Christ. You may cast out demons, but these things will not count as currency when the time comes. But what counts as currency is your personal relationship with God. It's your preparedness to meet the Lord when he calls for you. It is foolhardy to depend on the things that we can do. We are not called to do these things just for doing sake. They are supposed to be signs. But we have taken these signs to become greater than the personal relationship which you have with God who made us in the first instance. As I bring this podcast to a conclusion today, I would like to remind my listeners you that is listening out there, I don't know where you are on this God's own word, but I tell you that the whole point of this podcast today is this. If you have not made yourself ready ahead of time, you too will be late for entry into the kingdom of God, just like the five foolish virgins were for the party. Would you be ready for when the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ is announced? This is the question that you and I need to ponder today as I close. Let us pray. Divine Father, I thank you again for this privilege to be able to share this word with my brothers and my sisters. And Lord, I know that times are hard for us as your followers. But we also know, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is given to us to encourage us at such a time as this. A time that people are tired of waiting for you. A time of distraction for the church. And Father, I pray, God, that for my brothers and sisters, we will make ourselves ready for when we hear the sound of the trumpet. So we can join the hallelujah party over there in the air. And I thank you because your strength, your Holy Spirit is sufficient for us and will lead us and guide us through. And all of this, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who is coming back again. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.